Hey, dude, this dog like stinks, man. Okay, groomer, do something about it, man. you pet stylists you found the groom pod welcome to our virtual salon my name is Susie, and i'm your host i'm a mobile groomer from seattle washington and anyone who knows me will tell you i love to talk especially about my job one of my favorite people to talk to is my friend and mentor and co-star of the show miss barbara bird yo Susie, what's up today well it's a snow day for Susie the Groomer's surprise day off. Welcome to episode 321 of the Groom Pod, recorded on December 26th, 2021 in Snohomish, Washington and Tucson, Arizona. Sunny Tucson, Arizona. <sighs> it is. It's a uh, blue skies smiling on me. <laughs> Nothing but blue skies can I see. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by listener support. That's you guys through Patreon and the donation button on our website and through our kind sponsors, Best Shot, Evolution Shears, Show Season, Groom More, and Stasco. This week on the Groom Pod, we're talking about negativity, but from the view of the therapist's couch. And Blue Shed, the new shampoo by Show Season. And if we get to it, which Barbara and I are betting against, we'll have a talk about personal safety as a mobile groomer. Barbara, what's your favorite booze drink? Oh, my favorite booze drink. You mean like a cocktail? I think so. Something you would order that you wouldn't make yourself at home. A margarita. Oh, that's my husband's favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Well. You know, I have to say that I gave up drinking long before I was able to drink a cocktail in an establishment where you would have to buy it, which is, you know, kind of sad on my part. But I do enjoy a strawberry colada, even virgin. And I have had one. I think I remember being in a bar and having one of those very early in my 20s, maybe possibly. But I had pretty much moved on to cocaine by then. So I didn't drink a lot. But I like on the cruise ship, a pina colada made by princess with extra cherries and an extra pineapple on top because it's about the extra fruit serving when you're on the cruise ship, right? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's the fruity kind of stuff. I actually have a bottle of whiskey on my kitchen counter, and I'll tell you what I've been doing. It's some kind of a rum something liqueur. I don't know. It just jumped off the shelf at me. It sounds fancy. I had to take it home. You know, like sometimes I drink wine a bit, (laughs) (laughs) and I get tired of the wine. So sometimes I'll I'll have beer, but in this case, I just wanted something else. So I drank it like a shot with a coffee creamer, Uh, you know, like a coffee creamer on the top. I've been doing this. I've been using my coffee creamer because I usually have like either vanilla ones or this one that I used last week was a 
white chocolate. Oh. It was white chocolate. And I, I, I had never tried this white chocolate coffee creamer. And I just thought, well, why not? You know, <laughs> Was it good? That drink was so good that I had two more of them. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I woke up in the middle of the night, really woke up. It's versus schlepping off to, you know, I go to the bathroom and schlepping back and going right back to sleep. I woke up and I went to go back to sleep and I couldn't. Oh, no. (laughs) And that doesn't hardly ever happen to me. Most often, I want to go to sleep when I shouldn't. So, like, to not be able to sleep, like, like, well, this is unfamiliar. Like, I'm not sure I like this, so I went and fixed the the little cocktail. You know, I'm really glad because when I walk through the grocery store, of course, now we have alcohol in our grocery stores. We didn't for most of my life, but they changed that law like 10 years ago. So I walk by all these different, really cool sounding alcohols, like, Cinnamon alcohol, oh my God, or candy cane or or cotton candy alcohol, oh, I would be lost. <laughs> when I was drinking, I will admit that my very favorite thing to drink was 151 straight. I never liked the taste of alcohol. I just wanted the effect. I, I was headed straight for the effect. So, you know, biggest punch <laughs> <laughs> with the least amount of effort. <laughs> Like I said, it's snowing out. I have to reschedule everyone, but it gives me an opportunity to catch up and work on my end of year numbers, which I'll do sometime this week since I'm sitting here. And that's good. And one thing I keep forgetting to do is finally, I cut in last week and mentioned Jeannie Tucker had given us a donation. We got another donation. I'm saying her name again, Jeannie Tucker, because I felt so bad that I didn't say Jeannie Tucker when she gave us that donation. (laughs) So I'm making up for it right now. We love you, Jeannie. Thank you so much. And Jeannie lives in Colorado, but we got a donation from Daresburg, Cheshire, and it's from Martina Dorfer. So we've got a donation from England. I think it's so cool. Oh, great. This is so nice. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And you know who else has given us a really cool deal? It's Groomore, the software that is our new sponsor. They are giving us a little code. They said it was for the holidays, but of course, I didn't get things up quick enough, and I'm sure he'll honor it still. They're giving us a code that we can put in that will give you two months half off, which is a really good deal. And the way I would suggest if you're interested in swapping software, if you do this code and you get the half off for the two months, you can port your information over to the Groomore software and use both of them together and see which one you really like best. And I know which one you're going to like best. You're going to like Groomore best because it really Uh, is fantastic. It really is fantastic. So the last dog before Christmas this year was Friday was Otto the one-year-old. New Otto is a replacement dog for an old wire fox terrier that I groomed for years and years and years. And he's just a pistol. And he uh, he's the cutest thing. He's got a great coat. Even though I keep clipping it, it keeps growing back in that kind of dark salt and pepper jacket oh man he's got a great coat there but his furnishings are always got these tiny mats and stuff it's just the worst stuff to have to pick around and he has like 
zero intention to cooperate. Oh boy. And he, he, now he doesn't bite. So it's not a fearful, but it's hard. Yvonne was helping me because he jumped around so much and he would break his leg. You know, I mean, he really would. He doesn't give a shit. You know, <laughs> he's, he's just this little terrier thing. So Yvonne was trying to keep, you know, four feet on the floor. Are we, you know, or I was going to have to hang him in a hammock. So I said, uh, I think I've got a new designation to add to my groom more software behavior options. Yeah. What's it going to be? Cuss dog. <laughs> a cuss dog is a dog that's guaranteed to make you drop the F-bomb <laughs> in less than five minutes into the finishing work. <laughs> I like it. Okay. He's a cuss dog. <laughs> and he fought <laughs> and I cracked up and she carried on about it. And I carried on about expanding the definition of cuss dog. <laughs> you know? and, and we were cussing and laughing. I love it. Hanging on to auto. It's one of the cool things about that software is you can put in whatever you want for some of these services or extras. You can call it whatever you want to call it. You know, like you can call it good dog, bad dog. In fact, I have in my list of behavior designations, which are attached to each doggy that you put into the system. What is their behavior? Well, I have good boy. <laughs> and I have good girl. And that's just really generic. You know, I have perfect with oh, two exclamation points. Nice. There's only one dog that fits in that category right now. And uh I have bites and I have vicious. <laughs> <laughs> I have faker. That's one of mine. Because Billy the kid is a faker. He'd never ever bite down he just fakes it he's, he's gotten away with pushing people around so he gets the faker one well it's a lot of fun to use terms that either tickle your fancy because you're the one that sees these designations people right. don't know that uh you know and i don't have asshole dog good that's not very creative no that's not very creative cuss dog it says it more i totally agree Yes. So if you're interested in trying out our new sponsor, the code to put in is kind of complicated. Well, it's not complicated. We're, we're smarter than this, but still the code is half spelled out with a capital H. So H A L F capital P, the number two capital M. And I don't know how important the capitalized letters are. And when I talk to Jay next, I'm going to ask him to make it like groom pod so that it's a little easier. And so they can track us as well and see how many of you guys are trying it out. But I encourage you to check it out. So anything else exciting happened to you this week? Well, it, you know, oh, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so. Oh, it, it was a very stressful week. And this is part of what happened in the middle of the week. So last Sunday, as I was making coffee, I uh, looked around and I said, oh, thankfully, I have a Christmas 
with three healthy dogs. Uh -oh. they, my dogs were asking for treats. And uh-oh is right, because the very next day, my little Leah, six pounds, started coughing. And she coughed for two days and two nights. Oh, boy. And I was freaking out. And it sounded an awful lot like Belle's cough when she finally was diagnosed with valley fever. So um, I'm stressing. The week is just like jam full of grooming and no days off and et cetera and so forth. So I just uh, dealt with it and kind of tried to remove it, but it was really bothering me. And come by the time I got to Wednesday morning to go to work and Dave helps me, you know, on Wednesdays. Before I got there, so, God, something else happened that was just like dreadfully distracting and difficult. And maybe it was starting to rain. I don't know. And I texted Dave to say, I got to warn you, I'm kind of a mess today and I need you to take charge and lead me through the day. <laughs> and he said, well, I woke up for the last two days feeling a little like the flu. Uh-oh. Oh, God, no, not now. No. Not just when I get to the point where I have to turn over the reins of my business to my assistant yeah. because I'm not doing well. You know, he's coming down with the flu or COVID. So I had to go and send him home. Yeah, wow. He said, bring me a mask. I said, no, uh, you're going to have to go home. And I called Yvonne, and she was at the hospital with her daughter oh, who no. was getting ear surgery. Her daughter has just like this um, yeah, horrible situation with her inner ear or something. So Yvonne says, I have to wait for Yvette to be finished with this surgery, and then I'll take her to my house and put her to bed, and I'll come to work. So we got started at about 11.30. That's a late start for you, isn't it? I bathed the dog or two. It is good for me to have to work at the tub because I get tuned into my products in a totally different way. And I also kind of notice things that are off and not working properly that people haven't complained about or haven't brought to my attention. It's a good thing. And sure. I, I bathe the little Shih Tzu that comes in and she's one of these Shih Tzus that has uh, uh, like bulging Pekingese eyes. Yeah. Everybody but me is afraid to handle this dog. And also she's just like double jointed in every single joint of her body. She was a basic throwaway dog. I worked on her and got that dog ready for myself to finish and kind of got things going while I was waiting for Yvonne. But that was just a really rough beginning of my grooming week, you know. How's Little? Little is now uh, much better. Okay. And it didn't get, I mean, I observed her, and of course, I couldn't take her with, to work with me because you can't do that. You can't take a sick dog to work where you're, no. so she had to stay home with the others, and um, we just declared no personal dogs. 
but it got much better. But now Marco is starting. Oh, to no. Cough. Well, maybe it's a little so, kennel cough. So that's what I'm saying. It's it's acting more like kennel cough. But boy, that that was a very stressful. So interesting you mentioned Dave because Omicron is taking out my people. They're not taking it out, but canceling my appointments. So I've had three COVID positives. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. last one was my last appointment on Christmas Eve. So my Christmas Eve got cut short. I was torn. I can do the dog outside. I don't have any contact. The one person has been isolated in the house. And then I thought, what am I stupid? Cancel the damn dog and go home for <laughs> go home for Christmas Eve. So I did. I got to go home early. But I have uh, an appointment for my booster, but now I can't get out of my house. So I don't know what's going to happen about that. And uh, I think that I'm going to be running through a rash of people canceling their appointments here in the next month with this Omicron variant. Well, you know, Dave got a self-test and tested negative. But those often miss the positive. Well, so know, you're supposed but... to do it a couple times and try a different test. And really the PCR test is the one that... I know, but Dave's not going to do that. No, but he could just stay home for a week. I... I, he's already back at work. Oh, God. He, he Be will, careful. Be careful, please. Well, I don't see him until uh, Wednesday. Oh, see? So you've got to, he's, he'll have been gone a week. Yeah. So it's interesting how it's spreading so quickly because I did have plenty of people who had COVID, but they weren't, I never had a rash of four in one week. So it just tells you how quick it spreads, but nobody's sick. They're all sitting at home with surprise COVID diagnoses because they were going to travel basically is the reason that it's being discovered. Nobody's symptomatic at this point. None of my people have been symptomatic um, in this round, but eh, interesting anyway. Hey, should we take a break and go to our first appointment? Okay. Okay. Room pack. Let me tell you about the newest thing from Best Shots Ultramax Pro line. I'm seriously stoked about these products. First up is Ultramax Hair Hold Spray. It's a mindfully created aerosol-free styling spray. It's flexible and can be layered on for a stronger hold. It's quick drying and has the Ultramax Delicate Sweet Pea Fragrance. Next up is my favorite new product in a long time. It's called the Max and I love it to the Max. It's a fragrance-free, ultra-concentrate conditioner and detangler. It's so concentrated that one small bottle makes 10 quarts. It reduces drying time, extends manageability, and aids you in achieving optimal coat performance. Mats and tangles brush away more easily, and it turns your recirculator into a de-shedding machine. Just a few drops in the final rinse or spray it on and dry it in. It's amazing. Check it all out at ultramaxpro.com and see why Barbara and I are so excited. That's ultramaxpro.com. Contact your favorite Best Shot distributor and order some Max and Hair Hold Spray today. For over 30 years, Best Shot has been making masterpieces out of nightmares in record time. Made from the best stuff on earth. Ready, groomers? Here comes our first appointment. Barbara is a woman of many past lives, and I don't mean that in a woo-woo way. One of those lives, as you might already know, includes some work as a therapist. When we asked for listener questions for this show, the subject of burnout came up, and 
I am super annoyingly positive all the time, but I do live with a polar opposite. I live with a guy who has a lot of negative real estate. So I do get that negative, overwhelming, dark thoughts can really F with you, if you will. Barbara, from a therapist's point of view, can you give us some insight on this and perhaps ways we can combat it? Well, yeah, thanks for inviting me to do that. I, I don't think very many people really know that I served. <laughs> as, <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. I served as a, a mental health professional for 12 years before I became a um, pet groomer after a miserable, self-destructive uh, burnout. <laughs> <laughs> a lovely implosion. <laughs> And I bloomed from the ashes. <laughs> yes, the phoenix. <laughs> the phoenix rises as a groomer. <laughs> but, um, you know, those 12 years in the training that I got in the mental health field give me a little bit of a insight into how the human mind works. I'm inviting you to uh, take it in, but I'm not trying to be your therapist. Okay, this is, this is informative. No, because if you guys didn't know, she's already my therapist, so you can't have her. <laughs> no, but you see, Susie is also my therapist. Uh, because one of the things that you can do if you find yourself being more negative is to hook up with a person who is a glass half full person. You know, because that really helps modulate your own tendency to pile on negative on top of negative. So, you know, like one of the things that happens when people really, quote, go bad mm -hmm. is that in an effort to get away from their own reality and their own thoughts, they go actually into the dark side, you know, like they start feeding on negative material and that's their nutrients. And it's just like, you can't eat that much shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's not life sustaining. That's for sure. It's not life sustaining and negativity breeds negativity. So one of the things to do, if you can acknowledge that you're into a negative state is to seek out replacement feelings and thoughts because those feelings and thoughts become what's inside of us and what's working us, right? So you want to actually give yourself some nutrition. Now, you know, like some of those positive affirmation things drive me fucking crazy <laughs> because they're too fucking positive. Now, you know, <laughs> Like, That's me at five in the morning. <laughs> it's really annoying. Just go away. I can do a glass half full, but I can't do a glass full. <laughs> a whole full of good actually turns me off. So You've got to meet somewhere, a happy medium. No, you want to find a happy balance. Well, and actually, if you can have more positive thinking, especially about yourself, I encourage you to do so. So just go for it. If we think of our thoughts and our, what we get kind of stuck on thinking about. Like the script that's running through your head. Yeah, like some chewing gum you can't give up, you know, uh, <laughs> brain gum. 
you just get stuck in these yeah i understand that i've been there i've done that and you know sometimes it's good if you can go dancing or if if there's music that you enjoy that isn't just more negative food you have to be careful what you're listening to what you're associating with you know if you surround yourself with more people that have black dark thoughts as you do it's just gonna fertilize more of that shit and that's happening you know in our country and it happens in our industry at this time of year after we've just gone through the craziness Yeah, it's very common to be depressed after Christmas because no Christmases ever live up to what the little girl inside hoped they would be. I never got that fucking pony. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) It is. What a pony, not a fucking stick with a horse head on it. Yeah, we got set up to get let down in our later years because it's never as good as it was when we were kids. This is never as good as we wanted it to be when we were a kid. And it's probably never been totally good depending on our uh, expectations. So is the idea to get something noisier in your head than your own voice, like switching over to the music or things like that? That's one thing that you can do and you can actually... Replace negative thoughts. If there's a persistent thought, like I always say, fuck me. I've heard you say that more than once. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, everybody's just like a work in progress, right? As I am, as you are. So, you know, the idea is to replace that negative kick in the ass with something like, oh, beautiful. You didn't really mean that, you know? Or suppress it before you say it. If you can catch it before you say it to yourself, that's good. But I just, you know, like, fuck me has become a kind of a mantra from, okay, I know it's my fault. (laughs) (laughs) I think that that's where having a friend really helps. Because one of the things I do for the person I live with, my dear husband, is I am the person who protects himself from himself. Because he is so hard and mean to himself about his past, sometimes I have to step in and say, hey, that was 30 years ago. Turn that record player off. It's not helping you any. It's over and done with. Stop beating yourself up. You're not that person today. And uh, that's one of the ways that I know he's going to the dark place. I can't imagine ending up there as a groomer because for me, grooming is all puppies. Isn't it all puppies all the time? Isn't that what grooming is? Well... To quote Yvonne, who is my bather of nine years, she said, I just enjoy coming to work and seeing how their little personalities work. Because she had never, before working for me, she had never thought of dogs in that way. Even though she'd owned them, she'd never looked at them a little objectively or or seeing patterns in their behavior or anything like that or had them staring at you for two hours from a kennel. Get to know them. She's become very interested in their little personalities and behaviors and enjoys coming and 
and seeing it, even when occasionally we have a cuss dog. <laughs> some of this stuff, some of these feelings are cyclic, certainly cyclic because we just went through the crazy season, but also cyclic in your own I hate to use the word biorhythms in the way you function in the world and stuff. Sometimes you need to look at that and realize that this probably will have some evolution of some sort. You mean things are going to get better someday? Is that what you're saying? No, but your attitude might change, right? You might go to a different job. Hey, you know what? You can always go to a therapist. Oh, great idea. Part of who I am today is not just my experiences as a therapist, but my experience as a patient as <laughs> a therapist. Now that I do have experience in. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, like the benefit of cognitive behavioral therapy approach is that you're not really dealing with the subconscious. You're just dealing with how you affect your own behavior, you know. Yeah, and that's good stuff. It's very growthful to do some personal work with a guide being the therapist. The therapist should be your guide to doing a little personal reflection and work and see what and how we might change kind of the baseline of a mental attitude. It may be that grooming isn't for you, or it just may be you need a fresh look at it from a different perspective and, and working them from the inside out. And it may be the people. That's it. See, I happen to enjoy my people, even if occasionally it's a trip. <laughs> <You know? laughs> sure. That's part of the draw for me of going to work is that I'm going to encounter the people and interact with them. There's those that I'm really excited to see again and those not so much. But it's part of what keeps me interested in the work. So you know, another thing that keeps me interested that I don't realize until I get called upon to do some of my own bathing and drying is that I am just terrifically drawn to working with the hair. You sure are. That's your thing. Which is always hard to think of you not being the bather of your own stuff. But, you know, you do have to make some limits to bathe to function. So I get it. But I love bathing dogs. I really like that aspect of it. And I like that no two days are ever the same. Although we do the same thing, we do different things every single groom and every single day. I need that. I even need it worse. I actually have to go to a different spot every two hours or I go batty. <laughs> but that's my own personal issue. But I think that we're lucky because some people have to do the same thing over and over again. I worked in a commercial bakery and there were six guys who worked the French line, the French bread line, that did nothing but stand there and observe loaves of bread going into bags all day long and they changed the spot so the view changed a little bit but the job was primarily watching the bread go mechanically into a bag that gets blown up by air and then a twist tie goes on it and you make sure everything is set up right I would kill myself that's where I would probably <laughs> go to the dark side as if I was in my own head like that but because we have so much different stuff going on so much stimulation so many challenges I love it but there again my glass is definitely half full. <laughs> but everybody's different. Yeah. <laughs> you know, your mobile grooming, like it suits your mental uh, 
Ants in the pants. My mental ants yeah. in the pants. But you know, it doesn't it doesn't always suit everybody. True. You know, well, actually he wasn't a friend. A former employee of mine who was one of my first um kind of bathe bath brushers mm-hmm. um <clears throat> went out to be a groomer in a solo mobile situation. He was by himself in a mobile unit. And he uh, got preoccupied with his own mental processes. And literally, he went to Jesus. He went, he went, oh boy, he just shouldn't have been alone that long in a, in a van because yeah, he got, he got too far into his own reality the alter reality and uh, it's so you know like if you need to be in a social situation uh at work you that's what you might need yeah we you know? we have that yeah. that's available yeah 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 but if you want to be alone that's available too if you so like yeah. yeah yeah so and actually mobile grooming is a great is a great combination of social time and it's a and the kind of social time you have when you go to a person's home, it's magic. It's very different than the kind of relationship you have when they come to your place of business. So it's, you know, like it just tends to be, I I know in the six months that I was a, a mobile group, people offered me booze, <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, the hospitality level is through the roof most of the time. Occasionally yeah. you get a place where you're staff, where I go in the back door yeah. and I groom the yeah. dogs that are waiting in the laundry room and the check is already there and I just leave the next appointment and I never even talk to anyone Nobody. or you might deal with a person who's not the owner. But for the most part, oh, it's so personal. You're in people's bathrooms and kitchens and stuff, you know, well, most of the time. There's a few that don't just, you know. Well, right now, yeah, we're pretty much done with this, right? Yep. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so if you if you are a mobile groomer specifically, or a groomer in your own shop, and you spend a little too much time chewing on that bubble gum, either pay someone to talk to, or (laughs) and reflect back and work on your situation in your head. Or perhaps get into, like Barbara said, a more social situation. Just do something. Be proactive. Don't just wallow in it. Don't eat all of that negativity by yourself. Share it with someone. It makes it less severe. Let's take a break and then come back with our back to school segment, which is Barbara talking about show season blue shed. That's what everyone else is talking about right now. Everybody's hands are shaped differently. Mine certainly are. It can be hard to find the perfect shear, but there is a solution. Evolution shears are fully customizable with fixed ring, single, or double swivels. I like the double swivels best. They are all designed to prevent the repetitive stress injuries that occur as we broom. Evolution uses high-quality materials, and the shears come in curves, straights, thinners, and chunkers. There's a small learning curve, but the staff at Evolution will guide you through. You can put your hands on a pair of Evolution shears at most grooming shows, but if you're not 
going to a show, go online to evolutionshares.com or call them at 877-560-3057 and buy yourself a pair. Be sure to ask for Chris. She's the cat's pajamas. Ron and Abby are super cool too. But wait, mention the GroomPod when you place your order or put GroomPod in the coupon code on the Evolution website and you'll receive $10 off each pair of shears. How cool is that? Up in the morning and out to school. The teacher is teaching the golden rule. Groomers, take your seats. School is about to begin. The gossip is all about the new Blue Shed shampoo and how it works and what's in it and everybody's curious and I've got some waiting for me at Cascade Grooming Supply nine miles from my house but being snowed in I'm not going to get to that anytime soon. Barbara you have it don't you? Yes I really like the shampoo and I understand why other people are reacting so positively because it's a great shampoo and I actually haven't done any de-shedding <laughs> because I couldn't wait. <laughs> you know, I read the ingredients. I said, well, this looks like fine shampoo. So I just started using it. And uh, I really like it a lot. And the question came up, you know, it's just one of their most recently formulated formulas. It's actually very new shampoo for them. And so it kind of reflects they're growing a very evolved understanding of the ingredients and what they're using. I'm really impressed with the list of ingredients. It's definitely uh, got stuff inside to do what they say it should do. This Blue Shed is also a good cleanser. And um, it's just a basic, um, almost all-round good shampoo. If you had to just like pick one, and only one this is a good one one of our listeners asked a question about the new show season blue shed shampoo and how it compares to the aminoflex shampoo can you enlighten us on that sure you know the show season aminoflex was one of the first formulas or one of the first products that they formulated for themselves and their show season grooming brand and it was at the time, kind of their idea of an ideal shampoo. And it was four to one. Oh, that's not a very good dilution. That's not a very good dilution, but it was like rich with conditioners and it was a conditioning shampoo. And it had a lot lot of kind of added benefit as a shampoo. So you used it more like you actually would a conditioner and kind of leaving it on a couple of minutes and letting the protein soak in. And and they have since then improved it a little bit and made it be like a 10 to 1. That's better. So that's much better, especially if you're using a recirculating system. Um, if it's 4 to 1, you have to use too much shampoo in the recirculator for it to work well. You just got this big tub of foam. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I remember it being very foamy. <laughs> yeah, well, you know why it's so foamy is because Aminoflex in the good old days, the first ingredient was the cocamidopropyl betaine, which is the foam booster creator 
<laughs> well, they could tone that down a little. <laughs> they probably did, so, though, right? So, you know, that it also, by putting that first, it makes it a, a milder shampoo. That's important. So whenever you have a milder shampoo, you got to use more. Right. That makes sense. Right? They kind of worked that through. And nowadays, it's a 10 to 1, which is a much better thing. And it's got a, a silicone in it, a dimethicone. And it's got both uh, weed amino acids and hydrolyzed silk protein. Of course, there's aloe vera. Yeah, of course. Everybody uses aloe vera. <laughs> so the blue shed is a little bit more of a deal than that. So it's a little bit more of a static remover. It's got more static remover. That's a key element to a de-shedding shampoo that not many people know about. And it's got protein as well as argan oil and a little glycerin and manuka honey. So it's really an interesting, the blue shit is a very interesting kind of state-of-the-art shampoo from show season. I just thought you said the blue shit. Oh, I'm going to forever call it that. Oh, no, that's terrible. The worst part of it is uh, I do that to best shot all the time because my motto for best shot is that best shot makes the best shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Campanella would kill me for that. But, yeah. You know, that's, <laughs> that's just the way that I look at it. Although it's true. The blue shit from uh, show season is also good shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you use it for a regular, like an everyday shampoo? I think that Aminoflex is really more of a milder shampoo and a good conditioning and a, a good protein shampoo. It is show season's protein shampoo. So that's a very important part of de-shedding, which also just has a couple more goodies in it. The Blue Shed, to me, is a little bit more appealing, but either one of them, if you combine it with the show season chrome coat, oh, man, oh, man, oh. Talking about the Blue Shed, Blue shit. Yeah. Now I can't talk about it in straight face. I'm that telling you. <laughs> so you throw the, the shiny shit in with the blue shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> no. I, and you know what I did in between? You'll never guess. Okay. So here I did this on two full-coated bearded collies on alternate days, fortunately. So I used the show season blue shed shampoo through the recirculator, just cleaning the dog real good. And then I rinsed that through and drew a tub water. And I used a very generous portion of the neutral protein filler from Colorful that I buy at the beauty supply neutral protein filler because I'm thinking I've got to get as much protein onto those full coats as I possibly could. And I ran that through the recirculator by itself and then just added a shitload of the shiny shit. <laughs> Chrome coat. I think I'm going to get a bottle of the shiny shit because I don't have any of that. I, you know, like I've fallen back in love with Show season chrome coat. 
I wandered away. You know, other silicones tempted me. But I've come back to Promcoat and I'm re-loving it. So then after I did the protein treatment, you know, like I rinsed that through the coat for at least three minutes. I just added a generous portion of chrome coat, like probably about three ounces. And I did the chrome coat plus the protein in there. And I ran that all the way through the recirculator. And then I rinsed the dog. And boy, both of those bearded collie, these are like an 11 and a 12 year old bearded collie. So they have old coats and they're damaging. I came in while Dave was grooming one of them and I saw all of the broken coat kind of flying away. I saw, I saw how damaged the coat was because it was being dried and it was kind of in the light. So that was the idea for doing the special protein in there. And I'm telling you, that combination of stuff just made that coat seem so youthful. Boy, if we could all get that. Yeah. I'd like my coat to be a little more youthful. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. I was really happy with the result. And I I don't think that the neutral protein filler is a a must-have ingredient in that little equation. But I think that the Blue Shed and the Chrome Coat, as well as the Aminoflex and the Chrome Coat, are great combinations. Good to know. I like them both. Now, inquiring minds want to know, what does the Blue Shed smell like? Is it one of their arrays of smells that they usually use, or is it a new smell? Uh, I can't quite tell you. It's a very fresh smell. Okay. I enjoyed it. I Oh, I know. It's got blueberry in it. Okay. It's in the blueberry lineup, right? Right. I love the blueberry that they have. Oh, it's delicious. Delicious. Right up my alley. Nice and fruity and sweet because I'm still in the yummy phase. I'm definitely still in the yummy phase. I like my food to be yummy. I don't think I'm ever going to grow out of that. (laughs) Well, okay, Barbara. I want to go out and make a snowman. I don't know how long I'm going to be stuck at home, but hopefully long enough to do all of my end of year paperwork because that just makes things so much easier when January hits. I'm going to eat some more lasagna and maybe I'll watch some TV with my feet up and enjoy this time off. What are you going to do? I did that yesterday. I took the whole day off yesterday and watched Netflix (laughs) in my recliner. But I need a new recliner. This one's not comfortable enough. I can't sleep in it. I've got to be able to sleep. When I put it back to its lowest setting, it bounces back one. And so I'm never quite as laid out as I want to be. You need to go shopping. Oh, fuck. (laughs) A day doesn't go by. You know what I've got today? Let me tell you, this is grooming related. Okay. I meant to tell you in the beginning, I bought from just my feed who knows me so well, you know. Yes. Here comes this little towel, bathroom towel thing, this item, okay? So they show it, you just like drape it over the dog, and then it's got big, big straps that come up in Velcro, that jacket really snug on your dog. And it's so, in case you're out there, you know, hunting with ducks in the freezing cold, 
and your dog goes in the water and comes out and you worry about it being so wet, you've got a towel right there. That's pretty smart. And you can put this towel, I mean, in it, and you can then further uh, give them leg loops and keep it on the dog as a jacket and roll it back as a jacket. But I thought it would be a great way to sack a terrier coat. I've been doing a lot of that lately because it's so cold in the trailer. Yeah. I just thought it would be a really good way that I could do a finishing groom on a terrier that I've had hand strip and have to bathe because I just can't stand the way the blow dryer and even the arm dryer fluffs out the coat on the jacket uh, that I've just hand stripped. Yeah, we hate that. The audience hates that too. <laughs> and uh, they're adamant about it. So, you know, like, so this is better than trying to pin on or, you know, clip on pieces of towel and all of that. Um, and we'll see if this works. Excellent. I, I'm I will report back. And I and actually have a couple of other things that uh, we might review next week uh in the things that I've been buying myself. <laughs> well, that sounds like a good show. That whole thing right there. We could just yeah. talk about stuff we bought recently, probably be able to fill an hour with that. So I do want to include a shout out to show season for getting the ingredient list on their website for their new shampoo right away. Oh, for all of the shampoos. If you haven't been to the show season website in a while, uh, you need to check it out because they've got a new website that's very, very nice. And one of the features is that for every item, there's an ingredients button. The user interface is extremely yeah. easy. I mean, it just yeah. much better than it was before. So kudos to them. Not that it was bad before, but this is really nice looking website. Yeah, it's a really nicely evolved and groomer friendly. Yay, we like groomer friendly. All right, well, that's going to call our show today, but we will be back to do it again next week because we love you guys and that's why we do the show. Not to mention it's Barbara's therapy and Susie's classroom. So yeah, we, we need to be back. We need to do stuff with each other. Hopefully I won't be locked up in the house until next week because if I am, well, I feel sorry for you guys. <laughs> All right. Well, happy grooming. See you next week. Bye now. Take care.